Welcome to the All That's Holy Blue Collar Podcast. Thought-provoking interviews with interesting guests and commentary on everything. Food, sports, God, gardening, church, politics, music, movies, comedy, you name it, we talk about it. I'm Cody Stopper. And this is Craig Morton. On this podcast, we talk to writers, teachers, activists, and we seek some wisdom. And as always, we are allergic to big words, but not to big ideas. Profound things will be said, but entirely by accident. Where might it go? <laughs> Spin the bottle. Spin the bottle. Yeah. Is there a way to do that on Zoom? <laughs> <laughs> it's safe, probably the safest on Zoom. It's probably the safest way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, talking about safe ways to do things. So last night was the Christmas star. Yes. And so we drove out out uh, out of town to get to a dark place, dark even though at 5.11, when the sun's going down, it's still bright, golden stripe across the sky. And, um, you know, we're looking low on the horizon trying to find Jupiter and, and Saturn, and they haven't shown up yet. But because Carla's birthday in September, she got a telescope. Mm. Um, we've been trying to learn how to use it, how to fix it. But when she got it in December, we went off to the mountains to go use it, but it was forest fire season. Ah, and yes. we could not even see the sky. Too um, hazy. And uh, so finally got around to having something to get excited to go look at. And she played around with it a little bit last week and got familiar with it. And so we went out last night, found an empty place south of CUNA, um, down toward the... the um, you know, Snake River Canyon. Yeah. And nice dark location pulled off. Then all of a sudden another car pulled off. Oh yeah. And we didn't bring masks or anything, you know, cause it's like, we're going out in the middle of the desert and all of a sudden then another car mm-hmm. we're getting, and then we walk away from, you know, these couple of cars and we set up our mic, our telescope, her telescope. And, you know, she gets it focused in. She actually, you know, we actually see the planets and can see kind of the disc shape, you know, of Saturn because of the rings. Yep. And it's really pretty cool. It's pretty exciting. Nice. And then strangers come up. Can we look? Sure. <laughs> yeah, of course, you know. But like, we didn't bring masks. We're standing back. But then driving home, it's like, wait, do I need to disinfect my eyelid? Yeah, I do. That's <laughs> because the eye is a very I know. Open... It's like. That's like, okay, if you put your mask over your eyes, yeah, you can use our telescope. <laughs> Don't you know. put on my telescope. Yeah, no, I went, yeah, we went, I drove up uh, just north here of our town is Lewiston Hill, and you mm-hmm. can hop on it, and then, so you get up above the yeah. lights and everything, and yeah, I got a great. That'd be a great spot. It was, it was perfect, uh, but a lot of, obviously, a lot of people were there, too. I didn't yeah. have a telescope or binoculars or anything, so to me, it was just, you know, it was just a kind of a nice, bright star, but it was still pretty cool. And uh, actually, the thing to say, you were there, you saw it, you right. took time to it. notice. And I recorded my uh, Christmas Eve sermon. Uh, yeah, looking at it with yeah. Oh, my, that's an yeah. awesome backdrop. Yeah, yep, yep. So I use that. I do wish I had a little bit, you know, some of that high tech stuff, so it would be a little more 
um, impactful. But yeah, I've seen other people's pictures that have used, you know, the high powered stuff. So it looks pretty cool. Yeah. Yes. So So that was, that was fun. And it was like, Oh, we got to do this again uh, while they're close by. It's, it is hard to find a pinprick in the dark with a telescope. (laughs) I bet it is. Because there's an awful lot of dark to find your way through. Is there Uh, some, um, an app that I use that helps me, I can't remember what it's called. I downloaded it because my daughter is doing a unit or did a unit at the time about uh, Scott, you know, f- finding stars at night and, logging right. and doing star logs. And so we use that app and it's great. It's fantastic. Well, we, we use one called just sky map. Okay. And we got, got it off of Google play and it's amazing. I mean, it, it's location ties into your phone's location and it knows exactly where you are in relation mm-hmm. to what you're looking up in the sky and you see the whole yep. sky shift. Really I cool. mean, like right now I can point down and look at, you know, the, the nadir. No, I also learned, learned words, you know, oh, yes. I can look at the nadir and say, Oh, huh, if I were down on the other opposite end of the earth from here, I could see, Oh, <laughs> I could see, and I could say this carefully. I could see Uranus. Oh boy. Yeah. My, they taught my daughter to say it differently. So that's Uranus. Yes, Uranus? exactly. Yeah. Yep. yeah. <laughs> it's just a tough one to say and sound, you know, you can sound pretentious. Mm, Uranus. Or you can just <laughs> it sound doesn't, like a, doesn't sound much better either. I though. know. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way to get to, there's no pretense to that name. And like, who did that? <laughs> Obviously nobody who understood Latin. Oh wait, it is Latin. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh my word. Um, by hey, the way, who are you? you? Who are you? Who am I? I'm Craig. I'm Craig. <laughs> I am a, a budding philosopher, theologian, um, <laughs> uh, b- bread baker, and track coach. I love it. And uh, I get to pastor uh, off and on when I can. And speaking of bread baker. Yeah. I am one. Wait. <laughs> I am a bread mean? baker. Oh yeah, I know. And it's, it, and it's not even like in the past tense, or it's not like I will become, or I once was. Are you baking bread right now? Yeah. So the timer okay. just went off. Uh oh. I'll be right need, back. Okay, go go fix your bread. You could either pause it, or you could just talk for a while. Okay, I will talk a little bit because since this right is going to come out uh, before Christmas, I'll share something right. I think people should go watch. All right. So while Craig is going and checking on his bread, by the way, I am Cody Stoffer. I too am a pastor of a congregation, two congregations in the Pacific Northwest, Lewiston First United Methodist Church and Clarkston United Methodist Church. I am going to tell you about a, uh, one of my favorite Christmas stories. It's, by, it's, an, it's an oral story, and NPR actually shares it every year since 1994. They share it as one of their Christmas gifts to their listeners. It is by John Henry Falk, and it's just called The Christmas Story. But I love it because it is just full of dignity and respect and um it's too it's about a a really poor uh very low class working class family but how they share their christmas time with another family that's even uh, more hard pressed than they are and uh, just it's just so full of dignity respect and honor um amongst each other it's beautiful and plus john henry falk I don't know if anyone listening is aware of him, but he's um, he, he actually passed away in 1990, but he was known really well in the 70s, especially for his comedic and his storytelling. This one isn't so funny, but he's just a, 
amazing storyteller. He's he's from the South. And so he's got just this really down home voice and way of speaking and the the uh, the, the uh, regional slang he uses and the, the melody of his voice and the rhythm and timbre of his voice is just so good. So John Henry Falk, The Christmas Story, you can usually find it on NPR's website. If you, uh, we'll share a link on our All That's Holy uh, podcast page on Facebook. I have it up on mine already. So good. So, so good. So if you get a chance uh, before Christmas to listen to it, but it, but it's actually the setting is the day after Christmas. So you could probably listen to it all Christmas season. It's so good though. Just so rich. And uh, let's see. What else can we talk about? So my, as I just mentioned, my Christmas Eve sermon, I've already recorded. I recorded it last night on the longest night up on Lewiston Hill, uh, up, up at the top of what's called the uh, Old Spiral Highway. It's on its way from Lewiston, Clarkston on up to Moscow. And I perched up there and I aimed my camera at the star and I just, I turned on the video and I just started talking, um, got out a few thoughts, needs a little editing work, but basically I kind of talk about, in case you don't join us for Christmas Eve, my, my two churches, uh, we talk a little bit, or I talk a little bit about how I went up there with some expectations, right, about what I would see. Um, I'd seen people's pictures of what it could possibly look like. And it was just this amazing thing, you know, like a, these conjunctions of two stars in their pictures. But when I got up there, you know, it just really looked like just a big bright star. It didn't have all that um, majesty to it that people have been able to get in their pictures because they use, you know, professional editing and all that kind of stuff and, and higher powered lenses and things. So I talked about how um, my expectations were one thing, but what I saw was another. And it was a little, you know, I won't lie. I mean, it was beautiful. It was really cool to see, but maybe I was a little disappointed. But as I stood up there, uh, up above the valley, and as it got darker, you know, all the lights started shining in the valley down there. And I talked about how, you know, when you have your, when you're looking up there and you have your expectations set so high, you can miss all of the beauty that's going on around you and your opportunities to connect with other people. Like every one of those lights coming on down in the valley represented, you know, a family or a person or perhaps a car or somebody driving to work. And how many times have, has, have I driven right by or overlooked or looked past those lights uh, that represent other people? Really, how often have I just walked right by other people and not appreciated their individual story, their gift of light and what they bring and how my light can conjunct with theirs, right? So that's what I talked about a little bit. All right, Craig, you're going to have to go back that and listen to That was a great story. I really, that was awesome. I'm glad you shared that. <laughs> yes. Mean, the conjunctive life is really important. <laughs> Con conjunction. I mean, I mean, last year, I think it was about this time of year, I had a conjunctive eye and yeah, I had to go to the doctor and get some things to take care of it. So yeah, maybe I didn't mean conjunctive, but conjunction. Oh, maybe, maybe that's not what you said. <laughs> I may have said. I think you used the verb conjunct, maybe. <laughs> I may have conjunct. turned I may have turned that noun into a verb. Conjunct. I really do love Latin because conjunct means, you know, C-O-N means with. So right. it's with junct. You know, it's, <laughs> Whatever it's, junk. Well, junction. Yeah. Well, junction. That, yeah, yeah, it's, makes it's, sense. Well, it's when you junct things. <laughs> I love it. So anyway. Cool. Yeah. 
So how are you doing with uh, with uh, Christmas here? I mean, it's you know, Advent's really winding up. We had the fourth Sunday of Advent. Yep. Christmas is just around the corner. Yeah, let's see, three days away. Yeah, I was confused about that the other day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I am hard pressed. I got to get a bunch of stuff done for Christmas Eve streaming service. I have a lot of, I have a few recordings I still have to do today and tomorrow. And yeah. Edit them, you know, kind of together, but I, it'll work. I'm going to make it work. You know, so a year ago, did, did you know what kind of video editor and Zoom uh, maestro you would become? I knew, I knew, I knew, I had worked with Zoom, you know, obviously with you yeah. and I and then other things too. So I was, you know, I felt pretty comfortable about that. But yeah, no, the editing of most of this year I've left to someone else to do. But for yeah. Christmas Eve, I'm like, okay, we're, we're yeah. doing this and I'm learning crash course. You know, I think that was the issue for, I don't know, maybe a, some, some church planters, you know, where you got your own small group, you know, in our group nobody knows anything about technology right and so you know it really falls to me to pull it together and to make things happen and you know there's there's things that would be fun but you know what it's just not going to happen right. because of all the other things yep where like pastors like you who have the luxury of having the whole <laughs> week available to do nothing but prepare for you know a couple hours on sunday <laughs> oh yeah yeah <laughs> but it, sure. it, i'll tell you I, being, being the co-vocational pastor kind of thing mm -hmm. there's times where i really long for the full-time aspect because i find what i did this advent and it really was uncomfortable is I just reached back into the files of, oh, let's use that theme that we used yep. before or oh, yeah. use this litany that I used before. And, you know, I remembered how I used to, back in the good old days, <laughs> create fresh content. Yeah, sometimes and, you uh, gotta let that go. Yeah, and I, and I kinda, I kinda, and it wasn't so much that I thought I was doing a disservice or I was being, you know, um, you know cheating people by not being, you know, um, you know, fresh content. Right. But I just missed the time to create new stuff. Yes, that is true. So. I do. It, well, right now it's a bit of a crunch and a rush. Uh, when I, yeah, I do like doing that. Like I love creating writing. Even yeah. actually, I, I even enjoy, if I have the time, um, I enjoy the editing process, but it just takes so much time. <laughs> yeah, what, back back in the old days when I used to do things like newsletters, I mean, actual yeah. printout <laughs> paper things. Right. It's like, wait, what's that? Yeah, uh, no way. But I mean, I, I would I would get on, um, well, oh, here's how old I am. Uh-oh. Uh I remember what cut and paste means. <laughs> well, yes. Because <laughs> I would get, I would find things that are really, you know, interesting or maybe in an article or a newspaper someplace, cut it out and oh, paste it. Oh, yeah, it yeah. I mean, and I would use like a glue stick and put it on a piece <laughs> of paper. And then copy it. And then or copy it? that. Oh, and oh I would, I would assemble newsletters by cutting and pasting. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, I actually use scissors to cut. And actually you know, use paste to make it stick on. Well, that's more um, labor intensive. I, it actually sounds like um, uh, it, it could be quicker in a lot of ways in some, in some respects. <laughs> I mean, well, if you have thing. it all together. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yes and no. Once you paste it, it's set. Yeah. So what I learned was once oh, you get true. to Microsoft <laughs> Publisher, you can paste it and then you can nudge. 
Yeah. You know, oh, I, a few more pixels over. Ah, a little <laughs> down, a little bit. Yeah. That's and true. that's the part that killed me. Yeah. It's like I was never satisfied. It's like I had to stop so many times. It's good enough. Just let it go. Yeah. Just nobody's <laughs> going to pay that much of attention to it. The picture is not centered. So what? Yep. Well, I don't know if I like that font. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Stop it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Quit. So I don't know where it's going with that. I don't know either. It sounds like what? a rant. Am I ranting? I sounds like a rant, which maybe that's where we're going. So tell me, do you have a seasonal rant? Do you have one thing that like hits the top? Um, I okay. So this has changed for me because I used to be more of a like um, rant against the secular secularization of the holiday, but actually. Oh, yeah. Now I rant against people who rant against that. Like, just come on. It's a good time of year. I, I do agree with like the, uh, the you know, I, I don't like the greed and uh, commercializations per se. Right. That's just a bad all around for right. in every season. But I'm kind of like, you know, like there's, there's holly jolly. There's good things. There's warmth, you know, like people kind of go out of their way to do some good things for each other even people you know who maybe normally aren't kind of you know when was i'm trying to remember when home depot i think it was home depot that had stuff for christmas out in uh, august (laughs) right maybe even it was like maybe after fourth of july (laughs) yeah i didn't even wait for halloween to go by yeah that's true and i heard people complaining about that and i thought no Mm-hmm. you know there there is this uh, desire to have christmas every day of the year i mean that's what ebenezer scrooge says that's his that's his um what's the word i'm looking for that's his moment of of um, restoration and, oh. and healing i mean it's <laughs> yep. like that's when he knows it's like yep. i'll hold this every day you know yep. but when anybody attempts to oh bah, humbug, bah. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> yep so, so, I, so i do rant against that now like i'm a little more loosey-goosey about you know, because I used to be like, no, Christmas isn't until December 25th and it's Christmas season after that. And right now it's Advent and blah, 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 blah. But, you know, hey, well, if it, so, if it brings you some so joy. Does, does that mean that I am like uh, two-faced? Because if in <laughs> August I'm going, hey, bring on Christmas, that's okay. Start playing the music about loving people, world peace, you know. Yeah. Appreciating the vulnerability of a child and mm-hmm. you know, all that. Kind of, so there's cool stuff. And, you know, uh, myths and fairy tales that make us imagine being a child again. I mean, good stuff. I love it. Yep. But if I'm doing that in August, it seems like I shouldn't be critical of people who do the 12 days incorrectly. (laughs) That's that's true. But you, that is one of your rants, isn't it? You know, it's, but I think it goes along with the commercialization because I'm trying to think of where did I ever see the 12 days or where have I recently seen the 12 days um mentioned that did not have to do with somebody selling something that's right it is it's like yeah you know, Ten, 12 days of shoelace specials at shoelaces are us you know <laughs> right um you know who needs 12 shoelaces i can you know um <laughs> although then, 12 nice socks would be kind of nice yeah you know but it's like and and then i mean there's one that was the first 12 days of december well that's not even that one doesn't even that, make sense you're just making up something now yeah like, you're just throwing it. 12 days in there you know because it was convenient <laughs> and by and the then, way from the 5th to the 17th is 12 days too yeah so yeah why not choose that you know yeah, it's right? kind of arbitrary just to pick on december 1 right you know <laughs> i'm with you there you know that's- and there's a little part of me that's a little bit upset about the the 
advent calendars that just go from the first to the 25th. Yes. They make up for it by giving a gift of chocolate. That's true. And it's then, hard to be mad. It's, it's hard like, to be that's mad. Okay. It's yeah, hard you to be just mad let it calendar. slide. Yeah. Yep. You let it slide. <laughs> but um, but the 12 days, it's like just no. come on now. Give and us then, something. And, and then yeah, so where do you count the 12 days? And then and then there there used to be, I haven't seen it this year, there used to be a um, price tag attached to the song the 12 days of christmas it it was like a oh. it was like a index of inflation oh wow and it's been calculated for like 20 30 years oh, that's kind of cool that's kind of yeah, fun cool. you know how much would it cost to buy all those things you know but <laughs> oh, but then, oh but do you okay so in that song right they say like okay on this day got me this when they go to 12 day 12 is it just they get those things on day 12 or do they also now get 11 of these and 10 of these this day? And that, so it's like, yeah, what, what is that called in mathematics where you, yeah, yeah. Uh, Oh, I don't know. Oh, come on. <laughs> it's the, some fancy pen, Italian name. Pen, pen, no, pen, pen, I don't know. Yes. Yeah. So it's but a mathematical thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So one plus one, one plus two plus one, one plus two plus three plus two right. plus one. And yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. And I, I don't know. I think I don't remember if that inflation index included all that going okay. back and forth, but tell you that's, that's a of boatload of stuff. Yeah, it is. On uh, The Office, I think they talked about that. Like uh, Andy Bernard, he's trying for Aaron to get her like the 12 days of Christmas. And so, like, I think that became an issue of like, oh, did you want 12? Did you want 11 drummers or 22 drummers? Because, you know. And can't we just get all 22 all at once? <laughs> right. You know? Yep, yep, yep. yep okay, yep, yep. what else do you want to rant about? Let's see, 12 days. However, I'm not else? done with that rant. I'm not oh, done with that rant. Oh, you got more. Oh, boy. We, we, we got, we've got this, this uh, infatuation as a, as a people to pile everything on one day That's, or lead yes. up to that one day and then have it all hold everything. So, like, you know, think of the Super Bowl. Soon yes. as Soon as the regular season ends, for that two week period, is it two weeks, I think, or the three? But generally, I think it's a two week period until uh, the Super Bowl. There are, um, you know, press reports, news analysis, there's special offers at, you know, different stores and services. It's like the whole thing. Then the Super Bowl happens, and in the ha at halftime, it's a big deal. The game is done and it's gone. The next right. day is like people crying or people celebrating, but for the most part, there's no more, no more enjoying the gift. There's no relishing in what took place. That's true. Very true. And, and that to me is what people miss out when they misplace the 12 days. The 12 right. days is sure. Advent has his lead up to Christmas, but as soon as Christmas happens, hold on to it. Exactly. Well, yeah, it's like in that Adam, that's right. And that Adam Sandler song about Hanukkah. I think I talked about that. Right. In one of our, he's his whole thing is like, hey, instead of one day of presents, we have eight crazy nights. But tr traditionally, not true. Twelve days of Christmas. Well, so so when when we were um, young, and we had our first two kids, we were living in Philadelphia, mm -hmm. and we had, you know. Carla's folks were sending gifts. My folks were sending gifts. We had gifts for the kids. Um, and I remember one year was like, you know, grandparents on the phone. Did you like the gift? Did you open it? How did you, you know, so we felt this pressure Sunday, yeah. uh, not Sunday, Christmas day was to tear everything open, look at it. And it was like nonstop and it was exhausting. And I remember at one point, 
Carla was just melting one day. Right. And um, some friends took her out and just like, go, go have, go relax. But it was just too intense. <clears throat> right. All at once. It's, and so we read, I think Carla read actually a couple, maybe a couple years later, an article in Good Housekeeping about how not to lose your head on Christmas Day. And it suggested the 12 days of Christmas. So on, Love the, it. on the first day of Christmas, we, we had what we called Santa gifts. You know, it was just one gift for each child. There was a special gift. Yeah. And then we had St. Stephen's Day, the next day, Boxing Day, which is a day of charity and giving. And, you know, we would try to do something. Then by the third day of Christmas, you know, we would then incorporate, and this is all this, these ideas from this article. The third day we'd incorporate like a family outing. We'd go someplace, go play in the snow, go to a museum, go see a movie. And it. we'd have all these activities planned. So we did something each day. Also, by this time, you know, then we'd have a grandparents day. We'd open one grandparents, you know, one set of grandparents gifts on another day, the other set of grandparents. And by then the kids had gathered enough cash from gift money that then we'd go to the after Christmas sales yeah, heck yeah. and they would buy, we would buy gifts for one another oh, at a discount. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, so there's a, a little idea. there's a little capitalist intent in that. Yeah, but but you're using it to save yourself money and to yeah. Yeah, it's a, but then also going to the going to this going to the mall or wherever it was 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 one of those activities. It was a fun day, mm-hmm. you know. We go out to eat, right? Because leading lived, up to Christmas, going to the mall is seems ex- more like a task and a burden. Exactly. This time was was more fun, and and since we lived at a distance. Well, not terribly distant. We were like 30 miles away from Wichita in Can- mm-hmm. when we got to Kansas. We would just get a hotel and and that would be part of the fun night is as a family stand at a hotel, you know, maybe go see a movie. Oh, Somewhere cool. along the line, going to Red Lobster became part of the tradition also. <laughs> so going to Red Lobster, yeah. we had to do that too. But we carried that out for 12 days and people went, 12 days a gift? Isn't that expensive? Well, no, not really. Right. We just, we just spread it out. Yeah. You know, now that the kids are older and they're all dispersed and all that, it's a different thing. Yeah. Yeah. You couldn't do 12 days now, but yeah. But then it's like, how do you maintain that mentality, that attitude? I love it. That's cool. So that's why I like, um, I still have a few sets of like Christmas cards that I haven't mailed out yet, but I'm like, I'm not worried about it because a, I know if it gets out there after it's still for me, it's still in the Christmas season. And also um, I've noticed cause I get some Christmas cards after the day of Christmas, uh, right. all the time, but I actually, um, pay more attention to those because they're usually, it's just one or one or two here and there right? and a whole glut of them. And like, okay, well I'll get to those when I, and move those over and they kind of get all lost into the mix of each other's. But. Yeah. We, we used to try to find little ways to celebrate along the way. Like with mm-hmm. Christmas cards, we used to, I think we were like waiting for, you know, there was one day during the week, like Friday or something like that during Advent, where if there was a, we would wait till that day to sit down and open them together. Oh, cool. And by then there'd be two, three, four compiled, you know, and we'd open them together. And then, then we have a little display thing that we've used yep. for 20 years where we would attach the cards and, ah, that's you know, awesome. and, like uh, and yeah, so there's a way to stretch out the season and make it enjoyable. And I, I, there is something though, I, Carla, <laughs> Carla and I have done this more than once that our Christmas cards that kind of got sidetracked, uh, end up becoming happy Easter. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you got them on Christmas or during well, Christmas? We got, no, we, we had Christmas cards oh. and like, like when I write a Christmas card, it's like, 
you should just be glad I remembered your name. <laughs> Not Merry Christmas. Uh, oh, that's hilarious. Carla used to write these long essays, beautiful, beautiful, meaningful, heartfelt notes. But when you got 30 or 40 to do, some of them you just don't get around to. And then by then it becomes like, uh, happy, you know, happy Easter. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, funny. so so when I get a card and it's got this essay in it, that's sweet. I'm glad they thought I, I do read it. But on the other hand, it's like, you know, if you sent me a card and just said, uh, I'm that guy you met one time. <laughs> it's like, that's cool. I I'm do, glad you remembered. It is funny. I did get some that I'm like, yeah, I mean, I, I know you, but I didn't know we were Christmas card you know yeah. <laughs> right yeah so but yeah. here's the deal if it's a beautiful card i know it goes on display yeah that's like, true. like like i got one for my insurance i got one for my insurance agent it's a gorgeous <laughs> card you know right they do send yeah uh yeah. quaker hills um camp center in uh, mccall oh, yeah they, yeah they send out some nice cards i just got there. theirs yesterday yeah yeah, yeah. they sent some good ones <laughs> really pretty uh that you know i've only been to their camp camp once and yet I'm on their mailing list every year now for Christmas, Christmas. Cards. Yeah. I, I kind of thought about, you know, the fact that I'm on their Christmas list, it made me think that I, I don't know if there's other implied messages because, you know, I used to be uh, a part of, you know, that Quaker yeah. you know, fellowship. Yep. And I'm, I'm not. <laughs> right. They're like, well, let's remit, let's let him know. We remember him. Yeah, and, okay. and guilt him into coming back to where he belongs. <laughs> right. It's like, no, no, I don't really. But not you guys are really. fine folks, but it's <laughs> yeah. not a criticism. Um, anyway, I, one more. Even, I think that's enough ranting right now because okay. I want to get on to uh, It's a Wonderful Life. <laughs> you talked about it, I think, uh, it was either before. last year or the year before. Yeah, yeah. 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 So People know. I think we know. Yeah, yeah. We know what you feel. But I'm, I'm dude, I am just... I'm stunned with you not liking it though, but we won't talk about it because you're all like the way it ends, right? It's over the top crazy. And I get that. I understand. But man, for a Christmas movie, it's got darkness up in there. It does. I love that. Suicide, you know, like, so. It is a bit angsty. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah. 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 But anyway, um, I just shared with you. It's almost not the movie itself. It's the sentimental reception it receives from the viewer. That's that's true. I can can go, okay. Yeah, it's like, okay. If it's such um, a good movie, you go bail people out when they're struggling. (laughs) Don't go, oh yeah, nice old black and white movie, cool. No, that's true. you, You go help your neighbor. Yeah, like, okay, so you gotta admit that some of the messages, like, Maybe they were thinking, hey, this is what it could be. We could well, be I, like My it. hunch is this is what Capro wanted because Capro's world was, I think, somewhat... Um, it was always the underdog. It was a little bit kind of had this um, socialist edge to it. Yeah. Um, you know, Capra had a vision and it's almost like we betray his vision by just going, oh, isn't that sweet? There, yeah, that's true. It's like, wow, you know, Jesus, isn't he sweet? Just a baby in a manger. We don't do with the toppling of the tables. And, you know, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Martin right. Luther King Jr. What a nice man. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Anyway, I said I wasn't going to rant on that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I shared a link. I don't know. Uh, you can either, I don't know if you, maybe you could, it's a Saturday Night Live skit and yeah. uh, it's, you want me this to play is it? so true. Yeah, maybe play it a little. I don't know if you can play the whole thing, but it's uh, basically it's like the family is like sharing what they all got for Christmas in a song, 
you know, they're making like a video to share with their friends. Here's what we got for Christmas and what mom oh, got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So funny. So funny. And so true in a lot of cases. Are you? Robe. <laughs> oh, it's not playing over here. Are you oh, just watching no. it on your? Okay. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah isn't it so i got her this one, and Kristen i got her wig is so perfect in this whole uh, yep. uh episode she's hilarious Kristen wig is funny yep i got an i got an empty stocking <laughs> i got a rope thanks for this robe I, it's great <laughs> yep so um to be funny because lisa shared that on uh, facebook which uh-huh. it, she didn't share it because it's true in our house. We are, we're, we're good about giving, getting uh, Lisa gifts and mom presents, but as a joke, uh, hopefully she doesn't listen to this episode, which she never does. So it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Jessalyn got her a robe this year for Christmas. Oh, that's season. awesome. It'd be funny. Yeah. That's good. I think she did. I'm not a hundred percent sure. <laughs> I know she wanted to, but. I, okay. I, <laughs> so if she did not, and this is now out and she does here you got to get a robe that's i know i better go get one or at I the very least maybe maybe a blanket ah, oh. <laughs> actually one of the best gifts i that i got her uh either last year or the year before was this it's like a combo robe blanket where you, it's got a little hoodie on it and it's lined with this really nice warm you know stuff and it's made for just one person you put that little hoodie on and you wrap these wings around you and oh she loves it that sounds that sounds a little bit different <laughs> well you know um, it's it's a blanket with a hood basically so you can it's, put it, it it's a blanket with an attitude yeah. i mean they're wrapping the wings around it's like yeah yeah it's, i don't know warm. i mean you're, you're a very confident man because it makes it sound like you know you're being replaced by a blanket <laughs> somebody else is hugging her so. oh come on now there you go <sighs> All right. Any more? Rant? Oh, we've talked about before Christmas shoe box. I don't, we probably don't need to. Yeah. You know, cover that if, Graham, I, if but... I'm not mistaken, that, that is a Franklin Graham thing, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. All I can say is he's probably uh, done nothing. He's, he has probably been incredibly effective, at least in my eyes of doing nothing, but, um, making my impression of him even more um i don't know instilled it, you know it's it's there it, and it and it you know he's it has really, gotten worse it he's really worse. he's really affirmed who he is yeah that's right yeah so i mean props to him good for him you know that's staying a, on brand he's really not, yeah, stayed not, on brand exactly it's not a criticism it's just identifying something that is it's just the way it is yeah yep yep yep, yep. Um, I, I mean uh, he's, not, he's not alone because he's got you know he's got his pal jerry falwell i think oh, just in yeah. the same boat probably not only in the same boat but probably on the same yacht yeah, <laughs> yeah probably true <laughs> oh my goodness okay what, what's next what else can we talk about well, how about a more hopeful tone? Yes. Well, no. Okay. Before we get too hopeful. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I found this quote. I saw this quote. Uh, are you familiar with the the musician? I think his name's Ryan o- o- O'Neill or Ryan O something like that. But his, he, he goes by the, the uh, performance name of Sleeping at Last. Uh, yeah. Yep. 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 Um, 
does a ton of music people are familiar with. They just don't know who he is because it's sure. usually, uh, I think one of his big contracts is with Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's like, you go, who is that? But anyway, on his, on his um, I get his email, newsletter, whatever, and he sent out, one, and it was just titled in the subject, la- uh, subject line, make these messes matter, make this chaos count. Yeah. And I, I'm not sure where that line's from, but it's familiar. It's, uh, he's got a song, um, make my messes matter, make this chaos count. Yeah, Jupiter. yeah. It's called Jupiter. Sleeping right, by- right. I mean, he uses it, but I think it it, it predates his usage oh, of it. Oh, yeah. got it. Okay. But I love the concept. I mean, can you think of a more um, dumpster fire year than than 2020? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how do we get to the depths of this chaos and this disaster and really make it work for something? Yeah. Um, the the in the in the Hebrew, <laughs> I love the Hebrew. Uh, the beginning of the the. Um, the Genesis story. In fact, uh, our friend Tom Ward talks about this: that God does not create from nothing. Yeah. Uh, the, the story is not ex nihilo. It's not That's out right. of nothing that That's creation right. comes. It's out of um, the the um, the Hebrew, if I'm not mistaken. I love it because it sounds fun to say. I think it's tovu vavahu. Yeah. To- tovu Something vavahu. like that. Yep. And mm-hmm. even if it's not that, that would be an awesome tattoo. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but but the the idea is it's a disorderly wasteland. It's a disorderly yeah. dump, a wilderness, and, a wild wilderness chaos. Exactly, and you yeah. look and you look at the year of twenty twenty. It's a pretty disorganized dump. That's right. Um, and and how do you make it matter? How do you make how do you make it matter? You know. So what did we learn this year? I mean, we learned the importance of human connection. Yeah. Uh, there, there's, I mean, I don't know if you're having this experience, but when you watch a TV show and it's from pre-COVID era and people are have their arms around each other, they're hugging their friends, they're just holding hands, you know, they're they're standing less than six feet away. You go, well, that's not safe. You know, <laughs> there's, there's, you know, you see a full face and not just a mask, you know, it's, it's, it, it's like, do we understand how important it is to see each other, to, <laughs> they, to, they, to, um, uh, Jimmy Kimmel, as a gift to viewers on their YouTube channel, presented 10 hours of people touching each other. It's an edited together gift of just 10 hours of people touching. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's, you know, do we, did we realize how important that was to our mental health and to our social yeah. life? And um, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, so can, how do we make that count? How do we carry that yeah. forward? You know, as soon, soon as soon as ever the word everybody's COVID clear, do we just go like hang on people? You're not getting <laughs> I'm rid never of letting you go. It's like, yeah, but I'm glad you like the groceries here, but I got to get back to work. And I was like, uh. yeah, I'm trying to think of the last time I shook somebody's hand. It, yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's all that stuff, and then when you see somebody who you haven't seen for a long time, like like uh, last last week, I got together with one of my former track athletes, mm-hmm. and you know I welcomed him into the home, and we kind of like did that like hi and kind of hey. the elbow thing, and it's like <laughs> air five and awkward, but yeah, because yeah, yeah. you know that you feel like hey, I want to say hi in a really meaningful way because I haven't seen you for a while, and you're a meaningful person, right. you know, to me, but hi just doesn't cut it. 
Yep. So I think that's one of those things. What What do you think is one of those things? I like. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, well, I think in connection with with human connection. So missing that, but also at the same time, the ways we've gone, like I've received more, well, we were talking about Christmas cards, but even just throughout the year, more cards this year than I've ever received, you know, from people just like, hey, uh, you know, we can't see each other. So here's, you know, just people from like my congregation who like I see every week, right? So, but not anymore. But you see, you see. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. They see me now. Yeah, they see me. But, but now, you know. And so they just, yeah, they'll call out of the blue. They will call me out of the blue and be like, just checking on you and just call, you know, just how's your family doing? How are the girls asking about, you know, all that kind of stuff. And that's, you know, usually when you're a pastor, it's like you, it's the other way around. You're supposed to be doing all the calling. And I have, you know, I've done that, but to see everybody else really get back into the swing of things. And like, so my daughter, one, one of the uh, live stream worships, she read scripture you know, whatever, but it was cool. But this lady in the church sent a card specifically about that because she was like, I, I recognize like for years, I've been praying for more kids to be involved in church and here, oh, that is cool. here it is because no one else can be in the room with you right now, except your kids. So <laughs> there you that are. Cool. Right there. Yep. So it was pretty cool. Okay. Time out. Got it. Okay. He's always oh, going to check his bread again. I think. So let's get, uh, so I'm going to imagine what I'm seeing. Craig is walking into the kitchen. He is, he tripped. He just stubbed his toe on the counter, on the edge of the counter. And now he's bouncing up and down, hopping because he stubbed his toe so hard. But he's gingerly placing it back down on the ground and creeping to the oven pulling open the oven to see if it's maybe with bread, maybe you're not supposed to open the oven. Uh, He's peering through the glass window and seeing if his bread is rising in there. Oh, Craig, he likes what he sees. He just did a chef's kiss. One of those things, you know, where, so he's really liking what he sees. Now he, oh, he sees Carla also in the kitchen. So he gives her a squeeze. Oh, (laughs) hey, how's it going? Fine. Surprise content. I'm not sure what that was. Anyway, I was mad. I was um, making a make-believe play-by-play of what I thought you were doing in the kitchen. Ah, did it sound hot? <laughs> it yeah. You stubbed your toe, so. Oh okay. Yeah, I mean, because to to do sourdough baking, the oven starts off flaming hot. At least Ooh. pretty hot for baking. I mean, I, I start at 500 degrees and turn it oh. down to 475, and then. The second phase is to turn it down to about four, four fifteen, four twenty. Give it that really that sourdough crust, crunchy. It's to give it a, the rapid rise. Oh, so when you gotcha. see a sourdough bread and it's got what kind of looks like the the it rose so fast that it ripped out through its skin. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I don't know oh, why okay. they call that they call that in sourdough bakeology an ear that an the bread has an ear. Oh, an ear. Oh, yeah. It's like why okay. would you call that? It doesn't. It's not Ooh. an ear. That's a crack. That's better. That's probably better than calling it a crack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really like the crack on that sourdough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but hey, so you know, that's part of the other thing about this last year. You know, things that, to appreciate. Yeah. You know, people being at home have 
um, and grocery stores have noticed this. People being at home, grocery stores have gone, had a great year. Oh, Restaurants yeah. have had a terrible year. Yeah. But the ability for people, I think it's still a valuable thing for people to be able to be at home to feed themselves and to mm-hmm. feed their families. Mm-hmm. And cooking websites, recipe websites, YouTube videos on how to fix everything. Yeah. Um, that's it's just true. been, it's been massive. And I think uh, even after this is all done, if people still have an appreciation, because for me, I think it's so cool that I can take flour, water, and salt and create something that is enjoyable, you know, so, cool. so basic. There's something to me really kind of sacred and um, almost Eucharistic about that. Yeah. But so it's you also, know, oh, go ahead. But it's also the same with gardening and with, yeah. you know, you know, filleting a fish that I caught and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> I like, uh, so you're talking about videos um, and you, I think you probably knew about her before I did, but uh, the Emmy made uh, oh, videos. I love Emmy made. <laughs> yeah. She's fantastic. And what I like about her is because she's very like, there's no, um, she's fun and fun and funny, but not in like the, like over the top, like I'm trying to be, do you know what I mean? Like, she's I, just kind of like, you know, straight, fairly straightforward, but like the time she dropped the eggs on the kitchen counter. Yeah. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> she, she wiped it off. I can still use that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's not, you know, it's not like, you know, when you think of celebrity food shows, they're like, yeah, woo, blah, 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 or, or or they're making something you could never replicate exactly. because it's like, well, I'm not going to go buy an $80 piece of steak to try. You know, no, I don't care if it tastes buttery. Yeah, no, she's yeah. the other day was making candy with uh, crackers. Oh, so. no, that, that, one, that one is on my to-do list still. Yeah, it's so good and I, so I easy too. I love making toffee. And that, yeah. I love making the toffee, but I never put a cracker uh, beneath it. I but love I used it. to use almonds, but I think the pecans sound great to me. So Yeah, 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 yeah. Props Emmy, Emmy Maid. Go look it up. <laughs> yeah, we love Emmy Maid. She's great. And can, we, you say what, can you say what she says before she takes a bite? Uh, it's Japanese word for like, I hope this tastes good. Oh, uh, right. Yeah, what is she? Know. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't know. How, no, I can't remember. Because it. Because the subtitles spell it out, but I can never right. pronounce it. Because <laughs> right. what, what, what the subtitle says, or the caption says, I don't, it it's doesn't sound like. No. <laughs> but yeah. That's awesome. It's, yeah, definitely good, it's definitely a fun uh, cooking video to watch. Yep. It and is. She's cool. So, but I think that's another piece out of this whole experience that people can grab onto and go, hey, how do I hold on to that? How do I carry that forward? Yep. There's also huge, serious challenges. I think, you know, this has been the worst year for truth, facts, and science. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and those man. things are just agonized. And, you know, the way to make that mess count is, you know, can we help our kids to appreciate science when they're in elementary school? You know, yeah. can we uh, help help the faith community to understand how science is actually a part of God's world and uh, right. some kind of, you know, force against it? And Yep. Yeah, that is true. And I think like it's got a double edge to it because one, it's made me appreciate experts more. Like I used to be like, I mean, I've always appreciated experts and people have the knowledge, but I'm always also like, I can go look up something on, you know, Google and figure this out or whatever. Mm -hmm. But you know what? So did everyone else this year, they went and searched, but that's the problem. It's like, we have this information overload. And so you've really got to value the voice of experts. So for me, it's made them rise above Right. that morass of information, but not necessarily for everybody, but you know, 
for a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, along with that goes media literacy. You know, yeah. you know, how do we make it count that actually knowing how to take in information, process it, think critically, weigh it against other evidence? You know, how do we learn how to do that? Right. Um, and I think, you know, if, if depending on how much longer we're, we're doing this isolation thing, you know, probably another six, eight months, perhaps, maybe longer. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the ability or the, the tendency perhaps for us to get more and more isolated into our silos could could really be devastating. Yeah. You know, not just uh, socially and culturally, but just personally as well. Yeah, right. Another six, so, eight months. So the other day I said to somebody, um, hey, so if we can get back together for Easter, and as soon as I said it, I was like, probably not. But then the uh, other person threw so much cold water on me. They were like, um, yeah, that's a pipe dream. I was like, oh, oh yeah, you're I, right. I, you know, the, the, and it's like, yeah, so there, there, there are some challenges. And um, I don't know, it's, it's, a year, it's a year that's run out of metaphors to, to degrade it. I know. Um, <laughs> Somebody did ask me yesterday, <clears throat> we were in a Zoom call. Actually, so it was longest night service, you know, yesterday. Right, right. And we did an after, we did a little something, you know, we used some conference resources and let people watch that and then did an after time more personal Zoom call. And that was really great. But in that call, somebody asked me, I'm kind of interested, you know, she's an older lady and she probably realized she won't be around, but she's like in 20 years, <clears throat> I really would love to hear what your daughters are going to say about 2020 you know yeah like. <laughs> yeah i mean i think it's interesting that the kind of that generational approach is um you know the the the, the kids who graduated from high school this year they were born the year of 9 11 right All right you know yeah. so what 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 difference does that generational perspective mean i think it it's pretty uh helpful yeah especially for old people like us now that wait, you're 40 wait. hey come on 40 Oh man. Ouch. You know, but it's, it's, um, yeah. I mean, it's just really crucial to have that, that perspective. Yep. Um, Hey, moving forward. Wait, I'm going to, I need oh. a break for just a second. So okay, you, I'm gonna pause fill, it. okay. I was going to say, or you can fill time. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to pause it. Cause I got to do some stuff too. Oh, gotcha. Okay. I, I, it'll only be break a, at the right time. Okay. It'll only take me a couple minutes, but I'll okay. be, I'll Sounds be back. good. Okay. Right. Bye. Well, that was a quick break. Well, not quick. Well, it was really quick because I put it on pause and nobody knew how long I was, you were gone. Nobody knew how long I was gone. So it could have been three days, but because of the miracle of pause button, nobody sees the passage of time. Don't you wish the year 2020 was just like that? Wait, that it lasted forever? That it didn't last. There was like mm. a pause button. And now we hit play and my goodness, today is March 14th and everything's fine. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I, I, March March thirteenth sticks in my head because I knew that's when everything was going to go kaplooey. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that, was, that, that was that. That was the Friday. day. The best track meet we had all season. Oh wow! It was the, the only one, one we had. Yeah, <laughs> in that, yes, it was Friday. It was Friday. Yeah, it 13th. was Friday. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and that's when one of my former athletes who runs in Oregon uh, came and said, "Oh." Oregon just uh, Pac-12 just shut down track for the year. Oof! Like, oh, okay, everybody's next. <laughs> yep. Yeah, uh, that was the day our bishop sent out, essentially the like recommendation yep. to close or 
not recommendation because yep. uh, it's stronger than a recommendation, obviously. Request? <laughs> Something short like, of a demand? They like to make it sound like it's not a request or not a demand. They probably want to say something like, if you're faithful, if you really love God and love people, <laughs> I have really, heard that you will do both this. Sides. Both but, sides. You know, hey, not everybody wants to love God and people. That's fine. <laughs> you know, if you choose to just look out for yourself, do what you wish. Do you, yeah. Love yourself and do what you will. That's not how it goes. No, no, I don't think that's what Augustine said. No, love yeah. and do what you will. Yeah, but no, I don't think it meant exclusively love one thing like yourself or love no, your political love, party. Love. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Hey, um, so let's 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 you know, let's let's do the third section of our time together. Okay. What is that? I don't know. I think it was gonna you you gonna be putting microphone Mike Mike some noise in the microphone. I'm uh yeah, oh I, I'm I heard, sound I heard aluminum guy. foil. It's about, I believe it is a Pop-Tart wrapper that oh, one of my daughters so left. That's one of the miracles of technology and one of the banes of our existence. What do you do with that Mylar stuff? It's not recyclable. I know. It's not aluminum. Yeah, what is it? I don't know. What is this? <laughs> it's that shiny plastic garbage. That's what they make those balloons out of. Let's see what it says here. Do not microwave in this pouch. Okay. <laughs> Does it say it's not re recyclable? That is weird. I've never yeah, thought about Pop-Tarts before. I mean, the, <laughs> so, the, the, the wrapper. I have a wonderful recipe of making your own homemade Pop-Tarts. Ooh, I love it. They take a little while, but they're so good. I bet they are. They've got to be better than this. Yeah. We, had <clears> a book, <throat> we have a book in our, in our collection from years ago called Cheaper and Better. And it has a list of how to make all these you know, products for your home and foods and, you know, and how to, you know, it's got an Oreos recipe. Yeah, it's got a graham cracker recipe. It has a recipe for deer repellent. <laughs> how to make fabric softener. So all kinds of good stuff. Uh, so, so any music you want to share? Anything? Yes. And, and what are you thinking about this music as you think about okay. sharing this music? So you put a, a, a note out there about it being, you know, New Year's now. And so thinking about 2020 in the rear view moving forward, what do we take with us? So this piece that I picked that I want to share, it's from the Avett Brothers most recent work. Um, they do. It's not a full album. They have done in their career two what do they call those when they're not like full albums but they're not eps is that what it's called the eps yeah so it's like an eight track selection of work and uh they call them the gleam so there's the first gleam which they did way back earlier in their career they do the second gleam which is called uh was you know maybe 10 years ago and then this, hmm. they just released what's called the third gleam, although it's written out the gleam three, they technically call it the third gleam. And um, it's got some of their best work in a long time. So the one I want to share with you, I mean, all their work to me is really great, but this one is <clears throat> quality, high quality stuff. This one's called Victory. And I picked it because it's really more about defeat but hmm. about learning that maybe defeat has its own sense of victory a bit. So let's hear it a bit. 
Are you, what's going on there? There we go. Oh, yeah. How's that sound on your side? I don't write because I don't think. I don't have a need to speak. I don't see the bright side quite as clear. Accolades and happy days, they don't ever last. Stories of courage clouded up with fear. In the broom grass, I would lie, glimmer in my eyes. The sun smiled back on me from victory, I tried. How I lived my life Of course I was forced to retreat From victory I accept defeat Waxy green and yellow walls Outside my windows fall Covering the light I thought Am I sad or am I sick? What's at the root of it? Do I throw my hand? So So what caught your attention there? Well, I like the idea of like, you know, first of all, you know, he's probably, as probably many artists and things have done at some point in their life have chased to the success you know and chased to the whatever that looks like i suppose whether that be album sells or he's actually also a very accomplished uh oil art you know artist painting really yep and uh so you know he's had these things where it's like what am i you know pursuing is it accolades but you know those don't last very long and then i've tried to find i think he says something in there like i've tried to find salvation in success and uh but of course i've had to beat a retreat uh from (laughs) from that at times and so just like learning the shallowness of what we call uh success i guess but being comfortable with well and especially in the wake of some of their last two albums like their last two albums they've really taken from their hard the long-term fans really gave them a beating because it's not like you know it doesn't sound like you know your first three albums or whatever it's something different and so you know because they're artists they're trying something new and probably when they were at the beginning of like hey let's try this let's expand let's experiment they probably had this mindset of like and people are gonna love it you know or i bet you whatever <laughs> and they got raked over the coals by some of their fans for it and especially you know, this last album because they had like political statements involved and whatnot but that's that's one of the I, yeah, I love it when there is an artist who um, has kind of a, a sonic, you know, fingerprint. You go, oh, I, I know who that is, mm-hmm. but they don't uh, sound the same every time. Right. You know, that they actually they progress, you know, they change, yeah. they develop. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and it's, you know, that one of the, one of the bands I've enjoyed over the decades is uh, u2 yeah and i would think you know over the last 
10 years or so, U2 has gotten a little slow on the, the creativity, you know, but, but for those first 30 years, <laughs> yeah, they've been around forever. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it was, you could always go, that sounds like them, but that sounds really different and things are moving forward. And it's, yeah, and, and you get the same thing with Picasso is Picasso goes through different ages or of his work. You got the brown age, the blue yeah, age, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like, like I, I get it. And so pro, I, that, I really like it. Yeah, that's a, a, there's a couple of lines in that song that it's like, I just want to think about. Yep. So, I mean, in the broom grass, I would lie. You know, just thinking right there, that feels like victory. Right. Yes, just exactly. In the grass, redefine, in the sun. redefine victory. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it. That's cool. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I love it. That's why I like that one. I picked that one for that reason because it feels like stuck, right. I was stuck with two songs. Feel like a victory. You know. I, you know. I don't. I don't know which song I like now. Oh, okay. I mean, there was there's one that I sent you earlier in the week that I thought yeah. was wow. That was just a very powerful song. Yes. But then I think the song that I was thinking of is a good one to end the year with, but the other song is a good one to begin the year with, which maybe we'll save for the next podcast. Okay. There you go. So, you go. but uh, one of the reasons that I've always liked uh, Imogene Heap is because of her name. Yeah, right. It's <laughs> awesome. I mean, what is that really her last name, Heap? You know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> It's like, it, well, it's like the, the band uh, Uriah Heep. Oh, yeah. You know, British blues rock band from the 60s and 70s. It's like, that wasn't their real name, I don't think. <laughs> right. And, and I knew about that band before I knew the story of Uriah in the Bible. It's like, oh, yeah, poor Uriah. He's a heap. He became a heap. Poor Uriah. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Is that what they're named after? I have no idea. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they're British, so they speak a different language anyway. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start this Imogene Heap song okay. in the middle here somewhere. Just grab some place and fade into it here. I love it.
that's just a little bit of that song. But the 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 stuff that got me uh, was the in in a couple of things. The concept of dance like you're on fire. Uh, yeah. There's another line. It's like run to the hills uh, if you know what's going on. It's like this is this is not something to just sit around and like look at uh she criticizes the those who just sit around like they're twiddling their thumbs you know right uh so it's kind of a call to action to a certain degree but the action it's calling for is to running to the hills or to dance like you're on fire uh, <laughs> what are you gonna do and and uh but i think the thing that that got me is it made me think about you know uh impermanence yeah uh one of the things that i've been doing with my prayer meditation is doing a little bit more uh, work with uh, Buddhist styles of meditation. And one of the common or the common threads in Buddhism is impermanence. Mm -hmm. Everything changes. And, you know, the last night of an empire, is it, and and it's also part of the preaching of the gospel that, you know, we are part of a different reign and realm and there is an empire of oppression and destruction and darkness, we, I'd like to see it end. You know, I'd like to see it on its last night. You're right. And it, it's just this continual hope that it that it would go through. You know, that it would fade away and give rise to the kingdom of Jesus. And then the lines in there, she says, um, "Normalizing disbelief, temper temper, hate thy neighbor unless you agree." I mean, hitting the nail on the head of so much of the crap in social media. Uh, over the over the past uh, you know nine months or so um, or longer <laughs> yeah. right but but um you know i just uh, i think it's such a a thoughtful reflection on the dire circumstances 2020 has placed us in not so much that it created the disaster it just revealed some of the stuff under the surface that's true that's right so, so it, it, that's my that maybe that's my song for ending the year i love it on a more hopeful note my song for the year to come here it is oh you're gonna do in it now in the next episode okay <laughs> <laughs> i love it no that's a yes imaging heap and then plus we could probably unpack the uh the kind of like poppiness to the song too oh yeah yeah it's a little bit ironic maybe yeah yeah but but it's also this like dance like you're on fire yeah gotta have dance music (laughs) something to go with oh yeah i love it i love it yeah i was so happy that she came out with that because she hasn't she she hasn't done a ton of stuff lately but this came out december 9th you know it was awesome it was it's just you know came out what two weeks ago um can't imagine what the subject matter was that inspired any of that but nice i love it very good good choice man there's so much good stuff out there so too much actually this year has probably produced a lot of good creativity stuff you know i you know i i think it has for at least for those who haven't gotten bogged down in uh uh dulling the pain by just watching netflix for 24 hours a day that's true i mean Creativity takes time and work, and I kind of look back and think, did I make them? Have I made the most of the slower pace of this year? Yep. Um, you know, yes. Don't feel bad if you didn't. And that's the other thing. Don't you know? Because some people were like, they seize, they seized the day, and others of us seized the remote. So I think, hey, if that if that's what you need, that's okay. <laughs> because I'll tell you what, my hunch is we've got uh, several more months of this to. Um, 
perfect it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Let's see. So like Taylor Swift did two albums in uh, quarantine. You know, she did that. And then she, she did that at the beginning of, well, it was toward the beginning of the quarantine. She released the documentary yeah. on Netflix. And I kind of wanted to watch that just because, you know, she's got a bit of an attitude that I think I would like yeah. to learn more about. Yep. That she's not just um, an empty-headed entertainer, you That's know. Right. No, she's and I not. do I do have that bigoted, nasty assumption about a lot of um, entertainers. I know you do. Do lots of people um, do? No, she she is. Yeah. And but uh, but the one thing that that really um, that keeps her on my list of artists to appreciate was the song she did for the hunger games oh yeah mm-hmm. it's it's a beautiful song it's like yep. wow that's touching uh yeah yep. okay i like her yeah mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't say that very loudly to too many people but you know it's like there's some elements <laughs> to appreciate that's very true what is interesting to me so we talked about artists trying their you know stretching themselves she's actually has now essentially tried three different genres really yeah, country, yeah. pop, and now basically folk, a folksy style. And, yeah, and I, think, uh, I think the folk also co- coincides with her almost protest move. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. yep. And what what I what's interesting is that I talked about how long term fans of like the Ava Brothers are like no it doesn't actually her fans are all about that like keep yeah try they love they love it it makes them they I know it's it's, it's it'd be interesting to dive into the psychology of the fans there. That would be fun. Yeah, because there's been plenty of documentaries on the stars. It's like, well, why do people follow them? <laughs> right. There exactly. we go. Actually, I do have a um, a really interesting book. I haven't read it yet, but it's basically, I forget the title, but it's The Psychology of Sports sports Fandom. Like, Oh, that would be interesting. Yeah. I'm why don't you read that? We'll talk about it next week. Oh, <laughs> okay. I will get it done. I mean, it's not a busy week. <laughs> it's a bit, kind of a busy week. Well. <laughs> a little bit. You want to see my dog? Hey, Pooch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we need to wrap up. Okay. I've got to go uh, coach track athletes. That's still going on, huh? Well, we're able to do it outside, able yeah. to use all the appropriate um, distancing things. We got a whole track. <laughs> that's true um, ever since boise state university became a scoundrel and wanted to enclose down their indoor track yeah uh, blessing in disguise well yeah if we we're indoor i don't know how we would do it mm-hmm. outdoors we've got space yep so there uh, you go you can rag on them all you want they gave I, you a gift yeah we'll talk <laughs> not, we'll, yeah they, maybe not yeah <laughs> All right. maybe not all right cool hey uh, merry christmas to you and yours yes merry christmas craig say hi to carla eat that sourdough bread i ate some sourdough bread the other day and thought of you so hey when i come up when i travel your way are you coming bring for, you a loaf. are you coming for your vehicle when's that happening uh when they find an engine oh wow I guess they, they found one they inspected and said nope it's it's not it doesn't it's not gonna it's not good enough hey you know i i know that's kind of bad news for the length but that's cool that they didn't want to rush it for uh you know oh, yeah 
Because they could have. They could have been like, let's stick that engine in, still charge them, you know, the price we would charge. And then in six months, you're... Yeah, well, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's taking so long that I'm thinking about calling them up and going, tell you what, I know there's some other problems. Take care of them all. Can you work on this while it's just sitting around? <laughs> there, yeah, that's true. Good point. What kind so, of vehicle is it again? It's a 95 Ford Explorer mm. with 60,000 miles on it. Oh. And about 15 years of being parked at 118 degrees in Tempe, Arizona. Who knew that was bad on a vehicle, huh? You know, so many, so many of the, so many of the rubber parts have been replaced. You know, seals, gaskets, tires, hoses, uh, because of the heat. But some of the other things were, other, weren't weren't quite so obvious. So, fun vehicles. Yeah. All righty, yeah, that, that, that that could be another topic for another day. <laughs> Rant on vehicles. You could ask me about my vehicle repair mathematics. I've got a formula figured out. So. Oh, okay. Topic of next discussion. There we go. All right, buddy. All right. Well, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. See you later. See you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for joining Cody Stoffer and me, Craig Morton, for this podcast. We simply try to record and upload without much editing. What you get is live conversation with all its ignorance and insight, wisdom, and foolishness, sometimes more of one than the other. And occasionally profound things will be said, but entirely by accident. Make sure to follow us on Facebook at the All That's Holy Blue Collar Podcast. We'd love to hear from you, so leave a comment. And look for upcoming Facebook Live podcasts where you can interact with our guests. Also, we can be found on Twitter as at All That's Holy. Our intro and outro music is by At The Speed Of Darkness. Support At The Speed Of Darkness on Bandcamp and buy his music there as well as follow him on Instagram at at the speed of darkness.